Welcome, everyone, to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today's topic is Monaco. Let's get started. Monaco has a total population of 30,645 people. That is as of 2016. Monaco is the most densely populated country in the entire world. Monaco is the second smallest country in the entire world. Vatican City is the smallest country in the entire world. In 2015, check this out, almost 30% of the population of Monaco were millionaires. 30% of the population of Monaco in 2015 uh, were millionaires. So that means if you meet 10 people, three of them are loaded. (laughs) The defense of Monaco is the responsibility of France. Monaco, because France is uh, responsible for their defense, Monaco does not have its own major defense force. The Monaco Grand Prix is one of the main events which the country hosts every year. Monaco is the only country in the world with a human uh, human development index of above one. Three James Bond films have been shot in the Monte Carlo Casino in Monaco. And that is why Monaco is a big visiting uh, destination for James Bond film enthusiasts. James Bond visited the Casino of Monte Carlo in the movies Never Say Never Again GoldenEye and Casino Royale. Monaco is a premier tourist destination and recreation center. The Casino de Monte Carlo, which is basically the Monaco Casino, was opened in Monaco all the way back in 1863. The inhabitants of Monaco are called Monagascus. And I I apologize. I hate when I listen to podcasts and someone's trying to clear their throat. Uh, So I apologize. The native inhabitants are legally not allowed to gamble in Monaco or even visit the casino. And when I was doing my research last night, I found that extremely interesting. If you are a resident of Monaco, uh, the government does not allow them to gamble at their own casinos, and that is because the government of Monaco is afraid that they're going to have a lot of gambling addic- addicts. <coughs> the law that says the inhabitants of Monaco are not allowed to gamble or visit the casino uh, was imposed by the government because uh, the government did not want the citizens to gamble away their money. 
The casino is a great source of income for Monaco and creates a great number of jobs for its residents. Princess Caroline is credited with establishing gambling casinos in Monaco. As early as 1856, Monaco had gambling tables. Wow, check that out. So there were gambling tables in Monaco as early as 1856. Monaco has zero income tax. And that is what Monaco is probably most known for. All right. The in the year 2011, uh, they estimate the revenue for Monaco was over five billion dollars. The unemployment rate in Monaco. Now, keep in mind when we do different countries on this show, uh, some of the stats seem uh, shocking, but then you realize Monaco has a very low population. So this is one of them. The unemployment rate of Monaco is only 2% as of 2012. And there has been discussions that Monaco might have a zero unemployment rate. Monaco does not publish national income figures. So the estimates are extremely rough. Uh, The Monaco economy today is primarily geared towards finance, commerce, and tourism. Monaco's economy grew substantially in the late 19th century, uh, which when they opened a rail that linked France, and that made it easier for tourists to visit. The low taxes in Monaco have drawn many foreign companies to the country. Uh, Those companies account for around 75% of the $5.748 billion annual GDP. Tourism accounts for close to 15% of the annual revenue in Monaco. Uh, The casino in Monaco is alluded to in the song by ABBA, the the band ABBA, that's called Money, Money, Money. Before they used the euro, Monaco was using the French franc. Uh, Monaco mints its own euro coins. Monaco, years ago, Monaco's economy was almost solely based uh, on the casino. But then Prince Rainier III made great efforts to diversify its revenue and make the country less dependent on the casino. So now the casino only generates about 5% of Monaco's total revenue. Monaco is part of the Eurozone, but it is not in the EU. How about that? So Monaco is not a part of the EU. 
Monaco doesn't have its own airport, but it does have heliports. From the heliport, you can take the helicopter to a nice airport. Monaco is simply too small to have its own airport since an airport in Monaco would take up a large portion of its total size. The heliports of Monaco receive helicopters at an interval of every 20 minutes. Let's examine that. Let's take a closer look at that. The heliports of Monaco receive helicopters at an interval of almost every 20 minutes. Wow, that's a lot of helicopters. The only natural resource that Monaco has are fishes. The country's population more than doubles as more than 50,000 workers arrive daily from France and Italy. So because they built that rail... And people can easily get there from France. Uh, the population every day, there are 50,000 workers that arrive daily from France and Italy to work in Monaco. All right. Monaco is rated as the most expensive city when it comes to real estate prices. The price per square meter for oh wow, the price per square meter for buying property in Monaco is about fifty three thousand two hundred and twenty six dollars. The Oceanographic Museum is one of Monaco's most famous tourism attractions. The safety of walking alone during the night is very high in Monaco. Monaco is one of the most safest cities in, in countries. I'm sorry. Monaco is one of the safest countries in the entire world. Monaco has more policemen per person than any other country in the entire world. In 1956, the, the American model and actress Grace Kelly and the second child of the Prince of Monaco married. The marriage drew an enormous media attention, which helped make the country and improve its reputation. So Princess Grace uh, helped get that country on the map. Italy lies to the eastern side. Monaco has an enormous number of security cameras throughout the principality with the purposes of discouraging criminal activity. So the country of Monaco is lined with many, many, many security cameras to help uh, the citizens uh, feel, uh, be safe. How about that? Monaco, as of the year 2017, had a higher death rate than they did birth rate, which is very unusual. So they had a higher death rate 
than they did birth rate in 2017. Monaco became a member of the United Nations in 1993. Every year, Monaco welcomes more than 1.5 million visitors. That is absolutely mind-boggling, considering how small the country of Monaco is. Every year, they welcome 1.5 million visitors. Monaco is a city-state and does and therefore does not have a separate capital. All right, let's take a little break. Uh, once again, you're listening to the show Learn About World Cuisine. Each and every week, in real time, I go through 200 facts about a different country around the world, and I read them, and I give you the most interesting facts. Uh, This episode is about halfway done, and I think the most interesting fact that I have learned is that Monaco does not allow its citizens uh, to use their casinos because they are afraid that they're going to create, that the citizens are going to spend all their money. I found that pretty interesting. Uh, So let's keep going. The first industries that developed in Monaco at the beginning of the 20th century were breweries, chocolate factories, and flour mills. Monaco has the highest life expectancy in the entire world, 89.5 years. The largest population in Monaco is French, followed by Italian and British. All right. Monaco is bordered by France on its north side and the Mediterranean Sea to its east. Monaco has the highest rate of police officers in the entire world. Monaco is situated in Europe. The most famous building in Monaco is Princess Albert uh, Princess Palace, followed by the Monaco Casino. The natives of Monaco only make up less than a fifth of Monaco's population. So Monaco has a very small amount of people that are actually native to the country. More than half of the country's population is able to fit into the team stadium. How about that? So half of the country of Monaco can fit into their football team's uh, stadium. There's not one month in the country of Monaco when there aren't events going on. Monaco is considered one of the safest countries in the entire world. On January 8th, 1297, Monaco gained its independence from the Republic of Genoa. The university in Monaco is called the International University of Monaco. All right. Archaeological evidence has found that Monaco 
has been inhabited for 300,000 years. Marriage is an important part of the Monaco culture. Weddings are held on basis of the traditions of Roman Catholic. Monaco is a constitutional monarchy. Monaco, Monaco is ruled by a descendant of the Grimaldi family. All right. How about that? So once again, you're listening to Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today's topic is Monaco and Monica, uh, Monaco cuisine, and it's called Monagas, Monagasqua cuisine. But I'm going to call it Monaco cu- cuisine. So let's talk about the cuisine of Monaco. Uh, we just learned a lot of interesting things. Uh, we learned that Monaco is the uh, second smallest country in the entire world. It is the wealthiest country in the entire world. It has uh, the oldest life expectancy in the entire world. So let's talk about the cuisine. Monaco's cuisine is the cuisine of the Principality of Monaco. It is a Mediterranean cuisine shaped by the cooking style of province and the influences of nearby northern Italian and southern French cooking. There is an emphasis on the cuisine of Monaco. There is an emphasis on fresh ingredients with the use of seafood, Vegetable and olive oil playing a major role in the cuisine. A more modern form of Monaco cuisine has developed since the Monte Carlo Casino Resort's conception in the mid-19th century. So now the cuisine of Monaco is influenced uh, by international cuisines. There are several Michelin-starred restaurants. However, recent years have also been seen a revitalized interest in Monaco's authentic local recipes and its more traditional cuisine. So let's look at what are some of the common ingredients. Fresh fruit is commonly consumed alone or used in desserts and the Region abounds in varieties of fresh fruit. Common fruits in Monaco include oranges and lemons, melons, grapes, figs, raspberries. Uh, Monaco, a lot of the Monaco dishes uh, feature fresh and seasonal local vegetables, such as asparagus, zucchini, eggplant, peppers, artichokes. Vegetables can be cut up and served raw as crudités with a dip such as an anchovy paste. Uh, Because there is a nearby coastline in Monaco, that means that seafood is generally more popular than meat. So if you go to Monaco and 1.5 million people go to Monaco every year, uh, keep in mind that seafood is a more popular cuisine in Monaco than meat. Uh, freshly caught fish 
includes sea bass, tuna, salmon, monkfish. The most commonly consumed meat in Monaco is lamb. And that is often roasted with herbs. Uh, Beef is not as popular in Monaco as other parts of the world. So lamb is their go-to meat. Uh, Beef is rarely consumed as steaks or roasts. Uh, But if if they do use meats, uh, it's slow-cooked in stews. Other common ingredients in Monaco cuisine include nuts, such as almonds, chestnuts, walnuts. Further staples of the cuisine of Monaco include pasta, rice. Let's see what the common dishes are. I'll tell you what, I'm going to sum up this whole thing. Lots of Mediterranean cuisine is popular in Monaco. So in a nutshell, that's basically what this is saying. So once again, keep in mind. Hold on. Hold on. A baguette is a popular choice for breakfast in the country of Monaco. The country's people may choose to make a trip to the local bakery to ensure that the bread is served fresh. For the first meal of the day, instead of placing the bread into a bag, it is often carried with a piece of paper around, uh, wrapped around the middle. Uh, so, you know how most countries, you go to a bakery and they give you bread in a bag. In Monaco, uh, they wrap a piece of paper around the middle. And that aims to maintain the bread's freshness. A meal in Monaco can involve other pastries such as croissants. Beverages often accompany every meal in the country of Monaco. Freshly squeezed orange juice is very popular or coffee, and that is during breakfast. Traditionally, in the country of Monaco, lunch is the main meal of the day. And if you are a subscriber to this show... You know that we have done many countries. This is our 85th country that we have covered. And a lot of those countries have had lunch as the main meal of the day. It's not dinner. It is actually lunch. So in Monaco, lunch is the main meal of the day. On every Friday of the year, the traditional Monaco lunch is called, now you guys are home cooks that listen to this show, Google this, it is S-T-O-C-A-F-I, I'm going to call it Stokafi, and that is a popular lunch, uh, traditional on Friday, every Friday of the year. Monaco families are able to obtain fresh produce for home-cooked meals at the open-air markets that are around the country. Let's talk about dining out. A typical restaurant menu in the country of Monaco will consist of several courses. The first course is a starter course, 
which generally involves a soup or a pate. That course is usually followed by an entree, which is most often a fish or an omelet dish. And then you have the main course. And it mainly consists of either lamb, beef, poultry, or game. And that is how the restaurants uh, do most of the meals in Monaco. Uh, After the main course of a meal in the country of Monaco, some restaurant menus will include a green salad followed by cheese and dessert. Coffee may also be served often by itself rather than with dessert. So unlike a lot of countries that give coffee with dessert, coffee is usually served on its own, solo. All right. All right, I think we're good. I think that's good. So we learned a lot today. Uh, We learned a lot today exploring the country of Monaco. Uh, We talked about the cuisine. We gave a lot of great, interesting facts, Uh, like the total population being only 30,000 is mind-boggling. Getting 1.5 million visitors a year to a country that only has a uh, 30,000-person population is incredible. Uh, Almost 30% of the population of Monaco was a millionaire. So that means if you met 10 people in Monaco, three of them were millionaires. So once again, if you're a first-time listener, please subscribe. Learn About World Cuisine is uh, available on all podcast platforms. Spotify, Pandora Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. We're very popular on Amazon Music. Uh, our most popular country in the entire world that listens to this show is India. And they are listening on the Ghana podcast platform. G-A-A-N-A. So if you're a listener in the great country of India, you're one of our great friends. Uh, They are the highest uh, listener total is in India for this show. And they are listening on the Ghana podcast platform. And I just got my stats from Ghana. And you guys are listening to at least half the show. So it's, uh, that's an honor. I want to thank our great friends in India for supporting this show. This show is actually about to be canceled. And then our great friends in India found it. And now we've had the highest download numbers. Uh, we're getting more downloads than most shows. Uh, We are top 200 in 10 different countries around the world on Apple podcast charts. So I want to thank our great friends in India. If you're a first-time listener in India, uh, most people are listening in India on the Ghana podcast platform, G-A-A-N-A. So keep in mind, if you're a first-time listener to the show, Every week, in real time, because people seem to enjoy me doing it in real time. Uh, They like my mistakes, and they like to point out my mistakes. Uh, I go through about 200 facts about a different country. And in real time, I'll go through the facts, and I will give you the most interesting facts 
about each country around the world. I have covered Italy four times. Uh, Tokyo is by far my highest downloaded uh, country. Uh, I've done Great Britain. I've covered uh, Greece. I've covered all the major food countries in the world. I was shocked I didn't get to Monaco till today. I thought I already covered it. Uh, so just go to your favorite podcast platform and look up Learn About World Cuisine. And I have 84 shows on the podcast platform. If you're a new listener, just look for uh, Learn About World Cuisine every Friday evening. And I try to have a new episode uh, published by Friday night. Also, I want to make it very uh, make it understood to our listeners, my listeners, that I try to make every show no longer than 35 minutes. They did a study, and the study showed that the ideal podcast time is usually between 30 and 40 minutes, and that gives people enough time to listen on their way to work. That gives them enough time to listen on their way to the gym or wherever you listen to your podcast. So 30 to 40 minutes is ideal. So I try to end each episode within 30 to 40 minutes uh, to satisfy my listeners uh, who are listening on their way to work, etc. So keep in mind, uh, go to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to the show. So that you never miss an episode. Subscribe to Learn About World Cuisine. Every week, I give you the most interesting facts about the countries. I do not waste my time giving you boring stuff. I only give you the most interesting things. If you like this show, uh, the world's most favorite radio announcer has another show. And that is called Food, Farms, and Chefs. And that is available everywhere you find your podcast. This show I pretty much roll out of bed and do on my uh, home studio. Uh, the Food, Farms, and Chefs is the professional show. That is done in a professional studio. Uh, that is on three radio stations. And we are interviewing the biggest names in the restaurant industry. And within those interviews, you're going to learn a lot of information. So if you like this show, check out my other show. It's called Food, Farms, and Chefs. And if you are a big shot in the restaurant world and you have not been a guest on Food, Farms, and Chefs, that means you're not a big shot in the restaurant world. So check out that show. Uh the best part about the Food Farms and Chefs show is that it is available to all of my listeners around the world on Facebook. And if you're a follower to this show, you know I've done dozens of shows that talked about how popular Facebook is around the world. There are some countries that have a 95 percentile of people that are active on Facebook. So if you're listening anywhere in the world, just take your Facebook mobile app and go to facebook.com forward slash food farm chefs. No ends. Just go facebook.com forward slash food farm chefs. And anybody listening around the world, we had about 40 countries listen to this show in one week. 
Uh, just want to let you know, uh, you can go to facebook.com forward slash food farm chefs, click on podcasts, and you can listen to all 171 episodes of Food Farms and Chefs. I want to thank our great friends in Switzerland, in Germany. Uh, you guys converted. We had listeners for this show and Food Farms and Chefs. Uh, so you guys are trying out that show. Uh, you're listening to this show and you're checking out Food Farms and Chefs too. We want to thank you for your support. So once again, if it's Friday, it's time for you to go to your favorite podcast platform and look for a new episode of Learn About World Cuisine. We'll see you next week.